Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Agora. Agora is a progressive metal band from Mexico. Their first full length was released in 2001, and now they have released Empire, an absolute masterpiece. Put this one in and let the music take you. And here is my interview with Agora. Hello, my friend. Hey, Robert. How are you? Doing great. How are you, my friend? Uh, fantastic, Robert. Fantastic, man. Just um, really, really excited to be talking to you. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. I wanted <laughs> to ask about the recording process for Empire. How did it go? Well, um, it wasn't really smooth because... Um, <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun, that's for sure. But we uh, we spent like four years in the making of the album, so so we wanted to be a little too I don't know if perfectionist is a word, but we were really uh, um, I don't know we were really worried about the end product, so we took our time. We recorded, um, I believe, within two or three months, maybe. But it was it was fun. It was really fun. I mean, overall, it was fun. And I think it is well worth the time you spent because this is a great album from top to bottom. Ah, thanks a lot, Robert. Thanks a lot, man. I wanted to ask you if you could speak on the track Colossus. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, well... Um, Colossus is a, is a song about, um, I mean, being a progressive metal band, we've always approached like metaphoric themes and we aren't really straight about some, some uh, lyrics when it, when it comes to the lyrics. And one day our bass player, Daniel, came with the idea that we should pay tribute to... Uh, to a rhinoceros that that has died, but not, not just the the species, but but one kind of species. It it was like the last one, and it talks about about the I don't know. It, it's kind of a, it talks about the the loss of the animal, but that he will become into a legend of its own. It's kind of a it has that 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 message. Absolutely, I wanted to ask you about the song "Immortal Dream" as well. Yeah, well, it's that's a that's a love one for sure, and it's it's about a, a love that never came to be, that it remains on the uh, on 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 the dream on the dreams of the of of both parties, you know. Mm. And uh, how did the video go for the title track? Well, Empire talk, talks about uh, f like forming an army, mm -hmm. but not in a war type kind of army. It can be a, a group of friends or something that you strongly believe in. And really, it's about never letting nobody hold you back or let you down. 
And uh, how was the video process for it? Uh, the video? Yes. Oh, well, um, we, I don't know. I think that our genre, uh, it's important to showcase the band. So we didn't like those kind of videos that had stories or we didn't want to tell a story. We, we just wanted to present the band playing that uh, playing live and we found a warehouse and we thought it was cool just shot it like that and we had a lot of fun we well not really a lot of fun because um the weather wasn't right up until like 3 a.m or almost four in the morning wow. so we were pretty 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 beat uh and it was a, way, a week away of a couple of shows that we did on the stadium tour with Likru and Def Leppard. So uh, the weather wasn't uh, <laughs> quite good for our singer, you know? So no, we were worried. We were, we were a little bit worried, but everything came, came aright. And I wanted to ask about the shows with Motley Crue and Def Leppard. How did they go? Well, the stadium tour was a fantastic experience, a dream come true for sure. Uh, since we grew up, since we grew up on the, on the music of those bands, so doing this on a grand scale with our childhood heroes and playing our own songs was really amazing. It was really great, Robert. Really, the bands treated us really good. They gave they gave us um, a whole lot of sound check, which is pretty rare <laughs> right uh, it was it was little literally a dream come true for come true for us and i want to ask you as well about the album what was the hardest track for you personally to lay down oh god that's a really tough and great question robert for me personally uh, i think that it's between, I think, virtual reality was a tough one to, to lay um, down because it, it, it needed to be just perfect. Just, I mean, we, we needed a lot of, uh, we had a lot of great one takes. Usually the first takes are the better, but this wasn't about, this, this track it wasn't really just about winging it or having to groove it or whatever i mean you have to be really on the grid so it was a little bit tough but definitely that one for sure and i also wanted to ask you if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved well yeah i mean uh the artwork is something that we are really proud of and we we take a lot of pride of uh, uh, all of the work that, that that the band presents to the public because we are from a generation that grew up on albums just looking at the cover I believe that it's part of the experience and we wanted Absolutely. to showcase that to new generations I mean, I don't know, I believe you're uh, of the same um, I don't know if age group as me or as us but it was a whole 
another experience just to grab the the album cover and wonder I don't know uh, a lot of things and staring at the album while listening to the record I, I believe that it's it, it's it's a it's the greatest experience if you love music so um, we have like a mascot the mas the mascot's name is Ifker. <laughs> um, and he's kind of a like a time traveler and a soldier and since Empire talks about like about a war or an army or we took that angle and and we uh, we presented it to to the to the artist with which his last name escape, escapes me, but his name is Cesar. Uh, I can't remember right now, but he's an awesome artist. And our singer is a graphic designer too. So they both came up with the, the whole concept of the, of the color. Yes, I'm 57 and Awesome. I I loved the album days. I loved uh, being at the record store at midnight when a major band came out with an album, just waiting to rip Absolutely. off the rap and enjoy. And the smell, right? Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people just need to, I think that people know need to know how to listen to music nowadays. And I don't know, I think it's maybe coming back. Maybe, maybe coming back because of the vinyl revival and, and all that. And I also wanted to ask you, what can yeah. bands look for next? Will you tour beyond this uh, stadium tour? You mean bands uh, that we would like to support or tour with? Absolutely. Well, I mean... If it's like a dream list, um, one of my favorite bands of all time is ACDC. I, I know that we don't have anything to do with, with ACDC's music, but I love ACDC. But I would love to 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 support them in some uh, in one one of or, or or a tour. I don't know. It would be a really really a dream come true. We love Aussie too. We love um, Sabbath, obviously. We love Metallica. And I don't know. Um, maybe those. Maybe those. I mean, the la the list is endless. I listened really, Robert, to everything from the Eagles to um, ZZ Top or mm -hmm. some obscure death metal <laughs> bands. Uh, some progressive. I listen to all kinds of music, so my list is way huge just to fit on your podcast. And I also wanted to ask you, yeah, about your experience in touring with Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Um, were there any special moments that really stuck with you? Well, yeah, um, just the just the fact that. Uh, just being there, it was, I don't know, that, that, that kind of thing that you have to remind yourself that that you are 
that that you are working and you you have to to control a lot of i don't know it, it's it's really the dream Be because of the stadium experience it was really cool we got to hang out with uh with Tommy he came out while we were playing and that was that was awesome he thought that the band was great this is not the first time that we had played with Matley Crew so um so the, the it went really really smooth but the things that the thing that uh, that, that stuck with me the most is that when we um when we got to meet the guys from the Flipper, what a class band! Yeah. And the, Joe Elliott really loved the title track "Empire." So mm -hmm. even though we did we didn't have the album out by then, but he he needed the track, not the MP3 compressed version of it. He didn't want a mail. He wanted via USB. So our our manager gave gave the track to him so he 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 wanted to put to program the song in his um he has a podcast too so oh, he has okay. a, like a radio show that i don't know it's like a a streaming show that he has so he loved the band and he loved the song and he needed the song right then right then and there so that was a cool a really cool moment And the guys were fantastic to, to us. What a class band. We sometimes had good experiences with bands that we uh, look up to, but sometimes we don't have that good experience with some of the bands that we loved, looked up to as, as kids. So it, it, it make, the, the whole experience makes you a, a more of a fan, to put it that way. And I wanted to ask if you could speak on your musical development. At what age did you start? Oh yeah, absolutely, Robert. Um, I started. Uh, I was like five, I believe. My mother uh, gave gave me piano lessons because she she plays, and I absolutely hated it. And and then. Um, I started with drums, you know, and, mm -hmm. but no, but my parents w wouldn't let me have a drum kit at home. We lived in a tiny apartment, so it was a no from the get-go. So uh, then I switched to bass because I loved Kiss as a kid. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> I wanted to be Gene Simmons so bad or... Nikki or Rick Savage or all those guys, Steve Harris, those guys. And at my high school, there were bands already that needed a bass player because uh, nobody wanted to play bass. Everybody wanted to play or drums or guitar and nobody wanted a bass player. So I became that guy, that little guy. So I hung around people that were the guy, friends of mine that were older and had bands. And then I started to take lessons, but I couldn't find a, a bass lesson. So um, I, be, I began to, 
to take guitar lessons. And then it it grabbed me, Robert. It it was like a I don't know. It, it was like an epiphany, you know, when you have a, a certain connection with something or someone. It was like a calling for me. And it was really, I don't want to brag, like, not that I have a special talent or, or no, I have to work a lot on, on my uh, craft. But it was a little bit like, an, it felt natural to me. Mm -hmm. So I stuck with it and started to play first uh, like ACDC and Guns N' Roses Judas Priest songs and then I became a little better so uh, so uh, I started to play Aussie or Randy Rhodes and mm -hmm. Van Halen and then I uh, I switched to uh, Beatle Brada Paul Gilbert, Nuno Betancourt, um, those kind of kind of technical guys, but not um, I don't know. Um, it's like a mixture of of a whole lot of list of a lot of players that I like a lot, and lately, well, just trying to play a little more blues or a little more more, more country. And I love Vince Gill and those kind of guys, strangely enough. But but yeah, that that was it. That was it. since then I haven't looked looked back. Sometimes sure. I drive another instrument, but but it's always the the guitar. Sure, and the, I think the greatest appeal with Randy Rhodes was his love for classical chords. Oh, definitely. they really resonated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Be, uh, well, Manuel and I uh, are currently endorsed by Jackson Guitars, so it's another dream come true for us. Because the dream, the dream of mine was, I mean, the poster of of, of Randy Rhodes holding the flying B. Yes, and you know, it's it's like the the guitar. It's like the the holy grail of guitars. So yeah, I love. I love Randy Rhodes. To this day, um, we went to the Randy Rhodes Memorial Concert, the one that, that they made on the NAMM show, and mm -hmm. it was absolutely fantastic. I love the, the, the music that he did, and he pretty much founded the, this mix of classical music with heavy metal. And he did it with such finesse and class that I don't know. It's it's just perfect. His style is amazing to this day. Yes, I listened to um, backtracks of D. Um, mm -hmm. And on the uh, album, no, no. And I'm just amazed by the professionalism he had at such a young age. Yeah, it's. It's really, it's really amazing. I mean, real just realizing how old he was, and the amount of accomplished as as a player that he be, had become by then. It's, I mean, it blows away a lot of. Uh, it it blows me away to this day. Sure, it's it's still a 
makes me think of Hendrix uh, back in the day because he was such a pioneer. I yeah. think he he uh, really gave to the sound that Eddie um, had achieved. And I think that him and Eddie as guitarists we're on the same vibe. I think that Eddie just took um, the Hendrix movements and the experimentation and took it a notch farther. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Eddie and Randy set the, the stage and pretty much set the bar for a whole generation of guitarists. Either you like their music or not, the bar is there, is there. So you have to give it to them one way or another. Sure, and, and to think that Alex was originally the guitar player and Eddie and was Eddie the drummer, drummer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Robert. I have uh, I have two two photographs. One is Eddie's and another is uh, I have two black and white photos one of Randy Rhodes and one of Eddie's and when my guitar tracking days came um, when I came to the studio I always put those as a source of inspiration to me because I feel that they need to um, I don't know just not the music, the the the, the image of, of themselves sure. give a lot of inspiration to us. Even though they, well, sadly, Eddie passed away just uh, a couple of years ago. But um, I, I think that the, that the music is 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 just uh, an inspiration that passes by throughout sure. music or throughout. Um, images and a lot of things i don't know so i took the i take always the, those pair of pictures with myself when i when i uh record it i don't know it's like uh, the teacher <laughs> you know like overseeing that everything uh, is 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 coming out great sure and i think that um they were a great representation of there are no boundaries Absolutely. You know, the only boundaries you set are the ones that you give to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they create sounds that we never thought that could come out of a guitar. Mm -hmm. and, uh, of course. And for that, they're an inspiration alone just because they made us realize that there's no boundaries. I remember my first... Um, guitarist that influenced me was Ace Frehley. I was a Kiss fan at an early age. Cool. Um, and, cool. Uh, me too. Yeah. And yeah. I remember in 76, a friend of mine had brought Destroyer over. And I was uh -huh. listening to like uh, Motown, um, Bosman, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I heard them play. And you get this... Uh, this feeling from the images that they project. Yes. But then it really is amplified because the songs are based upon the characters at that time. You know, Absolutely. that's something they lost throughout the years. But in the early days, you know, 
there was no one else to sing God of Thunder but <laughs> Gene Simmons. Absolutely. You know? I'm a kiss yeah. freak myself, Robert. Let me tell you that. <laughs> you know, so I, I think that, uh, you know, just the whole package together is mm -hmm. what made that band so special when yeah. they're in their prime because no one, even Cooper, could say that he was doing something on such a grand scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and nobody uh, nobody knew what they looked like. So it must have been sure super great, super super cool. Yeah. Um it'd been amazing if the bank has stayed uh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> yeah. But if you read all the books, if you want four different versions of an event, all you gotta do is read their books and they'll give you four different versions. They are so different from each other. Yeah. That it was chaotic from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. You know, I think uh, if you read the books, uh, probably Aces is the closest to reality. No. Yeah. And Aces, I mean, Aces is my favorite KISS member. I um, I happen to have read all of them. <laughs> so I was really excited when I got the... Uh, it's I, I can't recall what it's no regrets it's called yes right? yeah mm -hmm. well and and I bought it and it, it was like I don't know too short for me a couple of cool stories here and there but I, I don't think he remembers that much Robert I mean I don't know <laughs> It was a, I mean, it wasn't a disappointment, but but it has huge gaps between events there. Sure. And I think that a lot of that was because, you know, he did have a serious drug problem back in the day. Uh, yeah. Problem. For sure. So, you know, it's kind of like reading uh, the heroin diaries, for example, you know. Yeah such craziness that he pulled out little notes that he had scattered all over his garage and came up with this book you know yeah and, uh, it makes you think really that uh ah it, it's a great book i believe that it's a good book i have it too <laughs> i mean it's good but but i, ha I have met people that had those issues with drug addiction and let me tell you that those guys couldn't even put their pants i mean much more much less remember and write everything down ah, i don't know i take it with i don't know a grain of salt here and there sure sure i think a lot of that is hype as well yeah but, uh, i think uh uh, quite a bit of that did occur because <laughs> they, they have uh, they're legendary in their antics, especially during the days they tour. Exactly. You know, I also wanted to ask you, um, along your musical journey, what has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way? Ah, uh, jeez. You know what, Robert? Um, from Roger Glover from Deep Purple. Mm -hmm. 
because we were uh, supporting them uh, here in Mexico in a big show, in a big auditorium. And well, the guys were fantastic to us. And I always ask for advice. Mm, pretty much on the early stages of the band, I asked advice for, I don't know, anybody that has achieved something that I hadn't. Obviously, the Purple will. There are legends. But yeah, um, if I had the opportunity, um, I ask a lot of, of things. And I remember asking for advice and Roger Glover just looked at us. We were like 24, I believe. We were like a little, uh, much younger. And he just told us, keep it fun. And that has kept on my mind ever since. Because if we, I mean, everything is a business, right? Sure. And the music business is there isn't music if if it isn't business sometimes sadly but it's true so we try to always have fun a lot of fun with our, with with the music with ourselves not to take everything too seriously and and have fun doing this because because it's really magical making music or or sure. working around music i mean I, i'm sure that it had It happens to you too, Robert. I mean, um, having a, 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 a platform in which a lot of bands can have more um, more exposure, it's sure. really good, really great. So we try to keep the fun in a really important place. I'm not saying that we don't care or we... <laughs> have any antics like the Motley Crews and the Rats of the World. No, I mean, right. we, are, we are more kind of a musician's band, if you if you will. But but we try to keep it a lot of fun. And that has that has become our like um, our mantra, right? Keep it fun yes. and everything will will come will come out great. I wanted to ask you along that journey, what has been your proudest moment so far? Oh, Jesus. Um, I, ha I have had a lot of proud moments, but <clears throat> one, of, one of the proudest was releasing the first album and not just me feeling proud of myself but my uh, my family my parents uh feeling that this music thing was like um not a way of wasting away time and sure. I, i don't know um And that, to me, to feel, to make my family family feel proud of myself, that's what the pride comes to me, because you know I'm always like searching for the for the next song. I'm the my worst critic. I hardly ever see my YouTube videos when somebody puts them on, uh, not because they're bad, no, but 
ah, I'm just too hard on myself when it comes to even listening to the uh, Empire album. And let me tell you that I I hardly listen to it because mm, maybe I don't know. It it comes with the territory when you're a performer, like watching yourself or hearing yourself. It leads sure. to maybe I could have done this and I don't know about the sound about that. And maybe if uh, instead of this guitar, I have used another guitar. <laughs> it, it, make, it makes me crazy sometimes. So the, the proudest moment comes when people around me become proud of, of some of the achievements that we have had along the way. Sure. And I can agree with that because uh, one of the proudest moments of having this podcast was finishing in the top 25% of all podcasts and having my family recognize that the goal that I achieved. Wow. That's cool, Robert. Congratulations, man. And I also wanted to ask you, um, when you're not working on music, what kind of hobbies do you enjoy? Uh, well, when I was younger, I used to, um, I played soccer. And I had a team, uh, I don't know, a, a group of friends had a team and I, I love watching sports. I love watching movies too. Um, I try to have sometimes that, I, that that it's not related to music at all. I like to read a lot. Um, I don't know, basically those, I like, I like sports, but I, I cannot uh, <laughs> participate lately in 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 a high competition sport because uh i i don't have the the what you need to i don't know to become a more com I, i'm a little competitive so i prefer to stay on the benches right now <laughs> but but i like to to watch a lot of sports that's cool i love soccer i love um I love football, I love soccer, I love uh, some kind of sometimes baseball, sometimes. My, my dad was a jock, so he, uh, he played everything from hockey to football and he was a fullback. So he taught me how to, um, to have fun watching sports, that's great for me. And it's a good chance to gather with with some friends and talk about things that 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 are not music related, you know. And I wanted to ask you, yeah, on that line, is Agora Ray for a soccer match with Iron Maiden? <laughs> we had, believe it or not, Robert, some radio station here in Mexico put up uh, uh, a tournament, and we did advance to the semi-finals and it was against another a whole another another um type of bands but um 
radio stations and uh, magazine teams and it was really fun right now i don't know <laughs> i guess maiden would uh jesus i don't know i think you'll have the age advantage yeah i we have the age but they had they have better better technique the better touch and i believe steve harris keeps playing to this day yes, and adrian smith it's he likes um tennis i believe yes so surely i don't know <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't put up to the uh to the challenge just just meet the guys and and, and that's it <laughs> and i also wanted to ask what's the best way to get merchandise from the band well um we have um a, 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 a page that it, that's called fansandbands.com everything re related related to uh, to the merchandise from from CDs to uh, t-shirts and everything is there is fansandbands.com that's it and and lastly i wanted to ask you Yeah. If you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Ah, well, to the new people that are, that, that now are listening to us, since we since this is our our first um, English album, thank you for giving us the time, and 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 for the old fans, thanks for for making us uh for supporting us all this time just a big thank you for both well i wanted to thank you for delivering an excellent album i loved it from top to bottom my friend oh thanks a lot robert thanks a lot man and i hope you have a great rest of your day and i hope that you'll keep me updated on any new news as it comes about absolutely robert Absolutely. We will have you in our newsletter list and surely the manager will contact you with every, with any news that we have. That is great, my friend. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Robert. Have a, have a, have a good weekend too, man. All right. Cheers. Cheers, Robert. Thanks a lot. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor a podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.